0: What is good, everyone, and welcome to the We Just Talk Wrestling Podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. We have a loaded show for you guys today, but as always, we'll break down the weekly shows, going over any stories from all the different promotions. We'll be reviewing WWE's WrestleMania 39 event. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at WJTW19. Give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you use to listen to the show. So, Dylan, what caught your eye in wrestling this week? All right. So... This shouldn't come
1: as a shock. We have to kick off the show with this. So over the course of WrestleMania weekend, there was a certain story that started to pick up steam, something that seemed to get pushed on the back burner for the last several months, the sale of WWE, uh, which is the whole reason why Vince came back, right? He like strongholded his way back to the, the board. But anyway, WWE has now agreed to terms and the sale will become final from what I'm reading later in the year. But World Wrestling Entertainment is merging with the Endeavor Group, which is the parent company for the UFC, to form a new publicly traded company, meaning that the UFC and WWE are merging in some form or fashion. I don't think changes to the products uh, for both respective companies on screen, but at least on the, uh, on the stock exchange, they will be traded as one unit. Um, Ari Emanuel, who is the CEO of the Endeavor Group, um, specifically asked for Vince McMahon to stay on board as executive chairman. So Vince is back full-time with WWE after all the allegations that took place last year. He's now back full-time. The Endeavor Group will own 51% of the new company, and WWE shareholders will get 49%. Another big change with the company is the board of directors themselves. There will be 11 members on the board of directors, none of which have been named yet. Six of them will be appointed by Endeavor, and then the remaining five will be by WWE. Uh, Vince and Ari were on, I believe, CNBC, I want to say this morning, where they kind of went into some of the gritty details about the sale. One of the big things that came out of it, and I know it's the one that everyone is waiting on confirmation for, is... Who is going to be in charge of the product on screen? Vince claims that Triple H will still remain in charge. He is the, uh, what's his official title? The chief content officer or whatever? Yeah. He will Mm. remain in that role. However, he did also give a very wishy-washy answer later on when he was point-blank asked if he was going to have any say in creative. His answer was yes and no. He was going to care more about the higher-level stuff and stay out of the weeds was like his term. You came to me and you're like, it sounds like Vince is going to be in charge of the main event scene and Triple H is going to be in charge of everything else. There was an email that was sent out to both talent and other WWE officials that Triple H is going to be in control of the show. There is no breakup, but Vince is going to oversee things kind of like supervising in a Mm -hmm. weird way. I'm not, I'm really intrigued to see how this is going to go down. Um, Triple H, it's been heavily rumored that he's going to kick off Raw tonight, the Raw after Mania, and he's going to have some sort of big announcement. I assume it's going to be talking about this, the sale and everything. But um, whew, I will say this before I get your comments. Obviously, being a fan of the UFC, the UFC being legit combat sports and whatnot, um, you would like to think that Ari Emanuel or the Endeavor Group will want more compelling programming for WWE. And there's only one way you're going to get that very compelling programming from WWE's great <laughs> storytelling. And that's not let Vince have any say in what yeah. goes on on TV. If yeah. Vince wants to have business say, I don't give a fuck. I care about what's on my screen. And Triple H, there have been some questionable booking decisions here and there. But for the most part, it's been a – like. A huge success, right? He's completely turned the product around. It's super watchable now. It's very compelling. And even after the stuff that went down over the weekend, it's not going to make me tune in any less. If anything, I'm still very intrigued to see where everything's going. So if the Endeavor Group care about real, compelling storytelling on TV, don't let Vince
0: have a say, please. Um,
1: I turn it over to you now. What do you think?
0: Well, I think the the, uh, funniest thing is remember – Vince only came back to uh, sell the company, right? Yes.
1: No but apparently Ari Emanuel, the dude who's the CEO yeah. of the Endeavor group, specifically wanted Vince McMahon to stay why? on board.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um I'm looking after at, all the allegations. I agree. With why? You. It it doesn't make any sense. I'm oh, scrolling and, Well that's why Vince sold it to him, so he could get he could work with WWE and make a lot of money at the same time. Yes. If you remember, there was reports that came out last week said if it was Disney, they didn't want anything to do with them. Yeah, it would it would be Stephanie they'd want. Mm-hmm. Comcast would want Stephanie. Yeah, so, even Saudi, I heard wanted Stephanie. Yeah, so, I, yeah. So I'm reading
1: on I'm on CNN uh, dot com, uh, their like business page and whatnot, and it says here that Emmanuel and Vince McMahon have a several decade long friendship. So they've known each other for a very long time. Ari Emanuel is apparently a big wig in Hollywood. He's a big talent agent in Hollywood. And that's where he made his success. And then obviously the Endeavor group and whatnot. Um, so yeah, he said, he he called Vince McMahon a visionary and said that he didn't want to pursue a deal unless Vince was involved moving forward. So Vince will be involved. On an executive standpoint, I just hope to God he's not involved. From a from a creative standpoint, all of that aside, whether you're you know your feelings for Vince McMahon or not, this is huge for WWE. Apparently, they were bought for nine point three billion dollars, which is an absurd amount of money. Uh, the UFC is valued at around twelve billion, according to this website. So that makes this new company that's about to merge them together in some way worth twenty one billion dollars. Kyle, that is an absurd amount of money, Yeah, and a lot of people got rich with this deal. I'm just hoping from a fan standpoint that the product is still as compelling as it's been the last six, seven, eight months. I hope things don't change on TV, but big, big news. A lot to cover here.
0: Well, if Vince is fully in charge of creative, it's not going to be watchable. I, I don't know, want I, him in charge and, of creative. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I will not be watching if he is fully in creative. And I assume a lot of people will not be watching if he is in Korea. Because, I mean, dude, this is this is someone with all of these allegations, someone that we cannot trust with the creative. Uh, I mean, Triple H has completely redone this whole thing. So, yes. I, dude, they just they cannot <laughs> relinquish Triple H of that uh, of that title because... <laughs> They are going to, I I understand all the money. They're going to lose a lot of viewers if that headline comes out. So this will mean absolutely nothing and it'll be unwatchable. But uh, from the money standpoint, it's a lot of money and we'll have to see where it goes. But um, I, I don't care about the money. I don't care who owns it. I don't care what it does for the UFC. I don't care anything besides Triple H Run Creative. That is the only thing I care about.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. With the whole UFC aspect of it, before we move on,
0: I don't think we're gonna get
1: anything where it's like, oh, Conor McGregor is challenging Roman Reigns for the WWE title. I don't think we're gonna get any. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that. Um, What I think we will get, like eventually down the road, is they might be on the same streaming platform. You know, some sort of like paid package. I'm not quite sure. There's a lot of rumors. That WWE, when the Peacock deal is up, is going to be moving to ESPN Plus. Which the way their pay per view, um, uh, uh, the 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 way they do their pay per views is you have to subscribe not only to ESPN Plus, but then you have to pay for the pay per view itself. So as a fan, you and I, man, that's going to suck, shelling out fifty bucks for a pay per view.
0: <laughs> um, well, if Vince is in charge, we're not watching it regardless.
1: Yeah, no, I'm picking up the highlights on YouTube, but. <laughs> If Triple H is in charge, I will gladly spend $50 a month if I can watch good, yeah. compelling pro wrestling. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff here, and there's a lot of stuff to still be ironed out. Yeah. still early on in this, more details, I assume, will come. We don't even know
0: the name of this
1: new quote-unquote company so that that they're forming. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen?
0: Yep, I just hope more allegations come out and uh, Vince gets the hell out. But uh, we're going to go into my story. So, according to WrestlingNews.com, Brian Cage is officially a free agent. He agreed mm-hmm. to work the ROH Supercard of Honor show this past, this past Friday. It is now done with the company. At 39 years old, he is still a rare talent, and he can move like a cruiserweight at his size. I don't think he's going to rush to sign with another wrestling company, but obviously it is going to be between WWE and Impact to me. Um, maybe Triple A has a shot because of his ties with Mexico. Um, to be honest, I'm starting to lean Impact mm-hmm. because he could be a massive star for them, especially with Alexander out. He could be the guy, but you can't go wrong with either company. If Triple H is there. I think he could really thrive under him. But um, you can't go wrong with either. But uh, it's just a missed opportunity for Tony Khan with Brian Cage. Yeah, he did not utilize him properly.
1: Um, I'm with you. I don't think Brian Cage is going to rush to sign anywhere. Uh, Matt Cardona put out a really big tweet uh, this weekend. I don't know if you saw this. Kind of talking about he didn't go into greedy details, but he talked about some of the money he's made. He's made more money on the Indies this year than he ever did in WWE, and and, and you know whatever he's done in his career. There's a lot of money to be made on the Indies. You can make a good living, it seems like, nowadays. Brian Cage is a big box office draw that I think if he wanted to stick it out on the Indies for a little bit, um, he's going to make a ton of money. He's going to be very well treated. If he still wants to wrestle for a big company, um, he's been an impact. He's done that. You know what I mean? Even though, like, yeah. like you said, he would be the guy. No Josh Alexander. He would be instantly catapulted to the top of the card. But if you want to take on a new challenge, especially if Triple H is still in charge of creative, him and Bobby Lashley would put on a show together. Hey, what about um, and him and Bronson? Him and Bronson would put on a show together. Him and Walter would put on a show together. There's a lot of really good dream matches that he could have in WWE.
0: Him and Drew? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Him <laughs> and Drew McIntyre would tear that. Him and Sheamus? Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. There's him a, there's and a edge? lot of
1: dream matches, H There's a lot. There's a lot of dream matches that he can have in WWE. I'm just saying, not telling him what to do, but uh I just think old Papa
0: H might treat him a little better than uh TK did. Hey, just saying another underrated one? Him and Priest? That'd be very oh, funny. Yeah. And Balor would be fun too, because they're both yeah. super quick. Yeah. And fun. uh there's gonna be a, there's a lot of potential ones for a Brian Cage, so I'll just have to see uh what goes there. But uh don't you ready for AEW? Yes, sir. Starting with Rampage, Sammy Guevara defeated Kenosuke Takeshka and Ty Valkyrie beat Marina Shafir in singles action. Kenny Omega defeated Jeff Cobb to retain the IWGP US title, which was by far the best match AEW had this week. Adam Cole in his return match defeated Daniel Garcia in a solid match. NJF and Jungle Boy had an exchange, uh, hinting on a potential title match of double or nothing, but this week was about Brian Danielson turning heel Again, and rejoining the Blackpool Combat Club. I personally, as soon as he came out, I knew what was going to happen, very predictable. I do like how they're causing chaos pretty much everywhere they go, and curious to see what leads to it. But I saw a lot of people say, like, this dynamite was fantastic, amazing. I thought it was brutally average. I thought the whole week for them was brutally average. And mm-hmm. I don't think the Cole-Garcia match lived up to the hype that it got. But um, what do you think of AEW this
1: <clears throat> Well, you said that going in, that Cole should have a bigger opponent than Garcia, even though mm-hmm. Garcia is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you had some like, hesitation going in of like, hey, let's, let's temper expectations. This may not yeah. be as good as everyone's hyping it up to be. Excited to see Adam Cole back in the ring, but I'm with you. It was, it was a fine match. It was good, yeah. but it definitely didn't live up to the hype. And um, well, what did I think of AEW this week? I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It was another average week. Tony Khan is uh teasing another big announcement next week, right? Did you I see mean, ratings are down, so they got to do it. What do you think he's about to? What do you think he's announcing now that he grew a mustache too, like Vince did? Why does Vince McMahon look like a comic book villain? He Dude. dyed his hair, grew a mustache. Sorry to be back on that backtrack, but I just had
0: to point that out. Um, I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe it's the UK stuff. Maybe it's the Jay White signing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I yeah. it, it's just going to be interesting to see. I think it might be more, maybe more details on, um, Forbidden Door maybe. Yeah. So yeah. we'll, we'll just have to see what happens there, but, uh, I am kind of intrigued for the, uh, for the announcement, but, um, we're gonna don't go to uh... don't don't fall into the trap, Kyle. This happens at, yeah. at least like once every three weeks. Yeah, remember point. the new reality show? That was a good one. Uh, don't <laughs> you like to go into the uh, WWE news with you? Yes, sir. So uh, Raw and SmackDown had their go-home
1: shows for arguably the biggest weekend of wrestling. Uh, so let's start with Monday Night Raw. Becky Lynch defeated EO Sky with the manhandle slam to build steam, uh, build momentum for her team going into WrestleMania. Seth Rollins completely destroyed Mustafa Ali. That second rope stomp that he hit, oh Mm -hmm. my god, it looked brutal. Uh, Obviously, continuing his momentum for his match with Logan Paul. Uh, The Street Profits Braun Strowman and Ricochet defeated the Viking Raiders and Alpha Academy in an eight-man tag match after Montez Ford hit Eric with an amazing frog splash. There was an Austin Theory promo that was shown. It was him cutting a promo in the middle of an empty arena. I thought this was very, very cool. I saw a lot of people critique it. Like, oh, it was cheesy. It was corny. I thought this was very, very cool. Yeah. Um, Hyping himself up for his match with John Cena. Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green teamed up to defeat Candice LeRae and Mia Yim to advance in the WrestleMania showcase match. This should have gone the other way around. If Chelsea Green was with Carmella, maybe you have a better argument, but throwing Sonya Deville in there is just like a random replacement doesn't really make sense. And well, it just che- kind of kills the momentum of Candace and Mia,
0: from my well, mind d- Well, Chelsea was going in no matter what. No matter yes. her partner, she was going in.
1: Well, that's why I'm like, with, with Carmella, I would have been uh, probably a little more okay with it, if that makes sense.
0: I mean, I'd uh, rather see Sonya than Carmella, to be honest.
1: I just think... Well, yes, Sonya's the better wrestler. I just think team-wise, the way the characters gel together, I think Chelsea Green and Carmella will make a good team down the road. That's my prediction. Uh, Rey Mysterio defeated Damian Priest via DQ after Dominic Mysterio interfered in the match. And Walter defeated Dolph Ziggler in a, uh, well, basically a squash match. Uh, But in the main event of Monday Night Raw, it was Solo Sokoa's undefeated streak on the line against Cody Rhodes. To continue the build, and Cody Rhodes picks up the big win with the crossroads on Solo Sokoa. This might have been Solo's best match on the main roster. Oh, yeah. Um, by far, everyone, well, yes, Cody probably carried it a little bit, but Solo definitely held his own. This was a very back and forth match. Cody made him look great. Uh, crossroads to get the pin after a countered Samoan spike. And uh, Solo Sokoa takes his first loss in WWE. I don't think he lost in NXT either, but we don't watch that, so I don't know. Yeah. Let's move on to SmackDown here real quick because we've got a lot to cover, so I'm trying to go quick here. Ricochet defeated Chad Gable, Eric, and Montez Ford in a fatal four-way, a fatal four-way after hitting the Shooting Star Press on Chad Gable following Montez Ford's Frog Splash on Chad Gable, kind of sneaking in and picking up the victory. Raquel Rodriguez defeated Sonia DeVille, Sheena Baszler, and Natalia after planning DeVille with a Texana bomb. Same thing with the men's. had a fatal four-way, one of each member of every team, whatever. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio gifted Legado del Tasma, LWO shirts. People who don't know what the LWO is, it's the Latin World Order. It was WCW's answer to the New World Order, uh, which consisted of Rey Mysterio and other Latin superstars. It did not last very long, but this got a lot of hype, and hopefully it leads to something big for Santos Escobar with Ray on his way out the door going into the Hall of Fame this past weekend. You'd like to think that WWE is potentially making Santos their next big Latin star in WWE, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, Sheamus and Drew McIntyre defeated Giovanni Vinci and Ludwig Kaiser after Sheamus cracked Vinci with the bro kick. And Bobby Lashley wins the andre the giant memorial battle royal last eliminating bronson reed who looked like a million bucks oh yeah the final four of the battle royal were bobby lashley bronson reed braun Strowman, and la knight yes they took this off of wrestlemania it is a battle royal that doesn't mean much but if there was a correct winner it is Definitely, definitely Bobby Lashley with yeah. all the backstage stuff that's gone on with his WrestleMania match getting cut due to Bray Wyatt's uh, health issues, whatever that may be. We don't really have a lot of details. It was good to see Bobby pick up a win. He did make an appearance at WrestleMania with the trophy, which was really cool. I'm not really spoiling anything, but he did get to appear on, the, on screen, which was really cool. And uh, we did get one final promo battle between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. Uh, in an answer to what Roman said, I believe, last week, talking about how cody couldn't get over in his own company cody shoots back by saying uh something along the lines that it took roman eight years to be this relevant or something along those regards despite the fact that the company poured millions of dollars into him uh which i thought was a really cool shot another great promo exchange between these guys it's been a great build
0: so far um yeah so that's what i got for wwe it was a very solid week for uh, WWE. I thought there were some uh, really good moments. I really liked the, um, I really liked the Battle Royals, especially like the last five minutes. I thought it was fantastic. And yeah. Bronson, oh my goodness, I thought Johnny looked good. Uh, there were some other breakout uh, performances there. I thought Loomis played his role very well. Uh, very big week for Johnny uh, as he went to NXT and defeated Grayson Waller. But um, yeah, dude, I, I thought that WWE was solid this week. Um, I don't have a lot of excitement for go home shows, but mm-hmm. this was definitely the best go home <laughs> shows that we gotten in, in, in a pretty long time. probably since we were small, like yeah. at a very like young age. So especially, especially
1: yeah. for a big pay-per-view like wrestlemania you know go home show for backlash or go home show for money the bank not to discredit those shows but you want your go home shows to hit for your biggest show of the year and i thought wwe did that this week
0: so we are going to move on to the indies segment uh dylan are you ready yes sir all right so this week the indie segment will be a little different as i'm gonna highlight a show i watched during mania weekend which technically isn't an indies promotion, but it's a promotion that we don't talk about too often. So I'm going to put it in the, um, the shine here today. Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, highlighting some of the uh, LA show that they had. I believe it was their first show ever in the United States. Starting with Free Wi-Fi, defeating Daisy Monkey in tag action. Kai beat Yuki Komafuku, Rika Tatsumi... Defeated Billy Starks to retain the International Princess title, but in the main event, Magical Sugar Rabbits, Mizuki and Yuka Sakazaki, defeated 1 2 1 0 Maki Ito and, My, and Mayu to capture the Princess Tag Team titles in an absolute barn burner. This was a lot of fun. So many brutal kicks, and the crowd was red hot throughout. The chemistry of these four is absolutely insane. But my MVP this week is not a shocker. This is someone who I've followed for a very long time now. It does go to Yuka Sakazaki, one of my absolute favorites. She plays her character as well as anyone in the entire world. And also her accuracy on every move she does is absolutely insane. So go check out the uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling Show from March 30th, and that is on Fight TV.
1: Awesome, awesome stuff. We will be sure to tag both the promotion and Kyle's MVP on social media like we do every single week. Um, so you guys can give them a like and a follow. Bit of a twist, a more well known promotion. Um, yep. If you're a wrestling fan, you've definitely heard of this, but it's a cool way to uh, get in some coverage for a promotion that we don't normally get to cover. Uh, so, really, really cool stuff this week.
0: I really wanted to do something about Mania Weekend. Yeah. So. Well, um, I mean, this was
1: a- everyone had a show-mania weekend, yeah. especially in Los Angeles. So there's so, a lot to pick from, for sure. Yep. So did I want to do a... Did you see, uh, while, we're, while we're still in the indie segment, uh, did you see that the Divines were at WrestleMania in the crowd? I, that was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Anyway, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> all righty. So because of how long WrestleMania is probably going to take us... Uh, Dylan and I made the decision that we are going to be cutting the This Day in History segment and the Power of Five, but they will for sure be back next week. Uh, So, Dylan, there's only one thing left to do. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Dude, my voice. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I am... Oh, boy. I'm not ready for this. Mm. All right, everyone. It is now time for WrestleMania 39 Reactions. The moment we have all been waiting for. As always, we'll review every match and give a grade at the end. This is probably the most hype I have been for a Mania, yep. maybe ever. Yep. So, starting with night one, uh, Dylan, are you ready to get into it here?
1: Yeah, so, real quick. So, yep. we normally, whenever we do these pay-per-view breakdowns, we always, you know, star ratings for everything. Are we going to rate each individual night, or do you want to do WrestleMania as a big whole as far as our Yeah. We're gonna do as a whole. As a whole.
0: Okay. Gotcha. We're gonna do it as a whole, and then we'll pick one match that was our and which is tough. Which is gonna be tough. That's why
1: I asked. (laughs) Yeah. Because night one's
0: (laughs) flooded, man. Yeah. (laughs) What are you talking about, man? Night two. Um
1: (laughs) night two, there is a clear winner for match of the night. Oh
0: uh, yeah, I know. We'll get to it. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So we kick things off with Austin Theory. Versus John Cena for the United States title. Great entrance by Cena. And here we go. Cena gets the first shoulder tackle and takes advantage early. Theory bites the ear of Cena and the, moment, the momentum turns into the side of the champion. Love the heel work by Theory. Big suplexes Cena. Takes time to showbo and eats another suplex of his own. Standing blockbuster by Theory. Rolling dropkick for a two count. Went for another but caught. Got caught with the STFU. Loved the story of how the vet was just one step ahead of Theory. Theory Mm -hmm. just uh, needed to bite John again to create separation. The pace was slow, but between the two, it's what we expected, I think. Mm -hmm. Cena gets Theory ready for the FU, and the champion again reverses to a DDT. Theory locks in a deep sleeper, but Cena never gives up, obviously. Shoulder tackles, front suplex, five-knuckle shuffle. The ref gets knocked down after he went for the FU. SCFU is in by John, but there's no ref to count. Theory hits the low blow into the A-Town down. And Austin Theory is still your United States champion. It's not a bad thing to be safe Mm -hmm. as a match to be safe which I'm referring to, everything Cena does is just a million blocks. But this was all about Theory one-upping Cena here. Theory Mm -hmm. is the absolute future of WWE, and the storytelling throughout the match was really good. This was everything it needed to be. I don't think we expected Cena Theory to be a five-star banger for these two to be on for 30 minutes. Theory being so comfortable in a big spot I think that is the biggest takeaway and what they wanted from here. Obviously, Cena's going to be Cena. Mm -hmm. And honestly, he hasn't lost much of the set, but he was fantastic here. I thought Theory is great, especially with his taunting to the crowd. He's just getting better and better and better and better. I thought these two did very, very well. Uh, Was it a barn burner? No, but it was everything it needed to be and maybe a tad bit more.
1: Yeah, it definitely served its purpose. I thought Mm -hmm. it was
0: a good way to kick Mm -hmm. off the show.
1: Obviously, getting a big name like John Cena to open the night gets people excited. Um, I like the fact that they announced that, too, because it made you go, oh, we cannot miss the first match because it's yep. got to be John Cena. Um, and I thought his entrance was great, so I like the fact that you pointed that out with the Make-A-Wish kids. Yo, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, this, this did everything it was supposed to do. Um, it made Theory look like the cocky, arrogant, slimy heel that he needs to be. Um, he's very good in the ring, but I like the fact that he takes shortcuts. I like the fact that he does all these, you know, kind of s- somewhat slimy things to to win matches because it works. It yeah. works for him. And he picks up a big win against arguably the biggest name in WWE history um, on the biggest stage. It was, it was very well done for Theory. I'm happy for him. The right guy definitely did win. Um, so great booking decision there. I do wish the match was better, but I, I'm I'm with you in the sense that it definitely served the purpose it was supposed to serve. So, no real complaints here. Would you go to that five? Um, I went 3.4. Um, it was still, it was very solid, very good match. It was kind of short for my liking, but like you said, it, these two have never wrestled a match before. Cena is getting a little older, but like did, like you also said, he didn't really miss a step either. Wish it was a little longer, but it didn't need to be longer. It was still a good match.
0: Well, if it went longer, we'd be watching wrestling till one in the morning. So that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought you hit the uh, nail on the head there. I give it a three point five. I, I saw a lot of people on the wrestling social media just dog this match. I was like, yeah. what, what are you watching? Like this was this was very solid. Everything it needed to be. Uh, I had honestly, I don't have any complaints. I don't know if you did, but um, nope. we're gonna get into the next match. Wow, WrestleMania Showcase, yes. Fatal 4-way match, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus War Raiders versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. They hinted on commentary, but this was a number 1 contender's match and I think they announced tonight that Street Profits will be taken on to or Ooh. Street Profits will be taken on the winner of the Night 1 main event. Yep. So uh, I don't want to spoil anything, brother, but uh, I brother. Think most who won that match. Also not sure why Titus O'Neil was on commentary, but I'm I not think, mad about it. I think he deserved to be on the show because of yeah. his behind the scenes work. And honestly, he was fantastic. Here. He was great. That's dude. That the last three minutes, dude. He was the best. I thought he was the best one in commentary. But we'll oh, yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, Ricochet and Gable start quick ankle lock submission by Gable, and love the mat wrestling by the former Olympian. Big clothesline by Otis. Braun gets tagged in, and everyone comes in. All out brawl. Viking Raiders take control, and you love to see it. Briggs' big springboard clothesline, and they are in complete control. I am so happy for Sarah Logan, and she completely deserves to be at WrestleMania. Braun takes down both the Raiders and the pure power with a standing German suplex by Chad Gable on the Braun Strowman. Dude, I popped with that move. Um, There's a few missed moves. Another by Ivar. I think he went for a Swanton Bomb. And someone went for a Swanton Bomb, and then there was a missed Moonsault. Mm-hmm. Uh, big Splash by Braun for a two count. World's Strongest Slam by Otis. That Tower of Doom spot was one of the craziest ones that I have seen. Uh, crowd Red Hopper Braun, So he does like the little, like, he runs around and destroys everyone. I can't remember mm-hmm. what they call it. So he yeah. goes for a second one. And I, I think he clears one Viking rant. I think it's Eric. He clears cable. But well, then he turns the corner and gets absolutely just eviscerated by <laughs> Angela Hawkins. Yeah. That was that, that made me dude, pop. That dude, made that me pop. oh my oh oh my gosh. Um Splash to Ricochet. I think there is a shooting star uh, by So the shooting star is by Ricochet on the outside, and they came back inside the ring. They do a splash to Ricochet by Montez, and the Street Profits are victorious. This was incredible. Everyone got their time to shine, and the pace never suffered in this match, especially with four big dudes in this match. Everyone was phenomenal. This was a car crash. Spot fest, personally, I thought Chad Gable was the MVP. Ricochet was great. Braun continues to be fantastic since returning to WWE. I, honestly, it was hard to pick one because I thought all <laughs> eight guys were absolutely fantastic. Everything was so crisp. And the amount of fun I had watching this, I can't even explain. Very, very hot start to WrestleMania at this point. Yeah,
1: yeah. This was a match that I definitely tempered expectations, even though I like all four teams. I'm like, ah, it's just the cool down, you know. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to be hyped for Cena, and it's probably going to go yeah. minutes, and it's going to be a very pred- – dude, this was so much fun. It did yeah. only go like nine minutes, but oh, my yeah. God, it did not feel like it. It was It was full speed ahead. Everyone looked great. Otis looked great. Chad Gable looked great. Like, I mean, there's no – no one looked down. No one looked no. out of place. All eight guys delivered. This was a lot of fun, and like you said, two matches in WrestleMania
0: is looking like a home run. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, What'd you give it out five? I went four point four. I went four point three. So we're right on the money, and a very very good start to WrestleMania. But we're just getting started. Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins is next. Paul's entrance was incredible. Dude came out on the zip lines. Seth had a conductor that was great, especially for his entrance. Tie up and Logan wrenches the headlock until he eats a big shoulder block, mid kick, and we have another face off. Logan mocks the babyface, and they flash back to him eliminating Rollins in the Rumble, which I liked. Huge Maverick lariat and the man Logan just looks so comfortable in that ring. Big right. Uh, Sorry, big big right hand to the to chest of Rollins, and the attack is on. Big crossbody into a standing moonsault by Paul. I just how I love how Logan went for three pinfalls, like right after another. He's just becoming very comfortable as a heel as well, which I like. Big forearm, but side rush and leg sweep to Rollins, and a modified octopus gut wrench. And every time Rollins tried to come back, Logan was right there to counter. Commentary did a great job putting this over two. Standing top rope moonsault missing, and Rollins hit the three suicide dives, attempting to come back in the contest. Stance to the right hand of Logan against the Steel Steel. steel. Brutal pedigree reversed by Logan. Paul hits a huge right hand to Seth right in the face, only for a two-count. Big power bomb for a two-count by Rollins. And the prime mascot who turns out to be KSI, helps Logan create separation. Logan splashes KSI through the announce table, pedigree for a two count. Seth goes for the stomp, a modified GTS splash for the for, from the top for a two count. Light how Logan kept the attack going after all of his moves just were not working. Gets caught with a huge super kick curb stomp, and Rollins is your winner. There's a fine line between antics on the outside that work or become cheesy. This was great. Logan absolutely shined, becoming more comfortable. The KSI spot was insane. And Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins. He was absolutely great here. Super clean. No botches that I saw. This was just a lot of fun. I I don't know about you. I thought Logan carried the match. But what an incredible way to start Mania with these three matches. Right winner. The, the pace was very consistent. Um uh, and I was just very worried about how cheesy this match would be. And I didn't think it was at all. I think everything worked. It was a great moment for these two.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think Logan carried the match. Um I think it was very even. Um, but no, this was this was so much fun. And I can't believe Christian had doubts. That Seth Rollins was going to win. He was this. winning the whole time. Yeah, Yeah, he was winning the whole time. But yeah. I knew I knew this was going to be a banger. I knew it was going to be a classic, and it delivered on all fronts. This was so much fun. It's about time that we acknowledge the fact that Logan Paul has earned his spot in WWE, at least on like a part-time level. Yeah. Um in, in the spots that he's had, he has delivered every single time and we need to recognize that logan deserves to be where he is he deserves the matches that he's had is he ever going to be a champion no is he even going to wrestle in wwe according to him his contract's up so there's still a lot of questions there i hope they bring him back for big shows like this to put on a banger of a match because this absolutely ruled on all fronts and we got to see ksi go through a table dressed as a fucking prime bottle oh dude this was so much fun so much fun what'd you give it a five this was very hard to rate because i didn't want to i'm gonna go 4.5 here
0: i went 4.2 so we're right right on the money for all three matches so far but we're gonna move on Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. Love Bailey's interaction with the fans on the entrance. The video package of Team Becky was great. This started as a brawl, and it absolutely needed to be. Baseball slide to Dakota. Big scorpion kick by Dakota, and the heels are all over the faces here early. Huge double knees by Sky and Damage Control as a trio continue to get better. Big missile drop kick, triple neck breaker, and they continue to tag in and out. Cornering Becky, which was super smart. Bailey pulls down Trish as Becky was trying to make the tag. Becky takes out the former tag team champions. Lita comes in, and I thought right out of the gate she looked fantastic. Big Hurricane Rana, huge scorpion slide to the corner, and how good she look, especially early. Like I said, my goodness, Vertigo for a two count, but again, damage control tags in and out. Triple super. Cr- Super kick to Lita, huge knee to the neck in Dakota using the ropes, which I absolutely love. Double DDT by Lita, Luthes press to Dakota, big chop followed by a neck breaker. Love the Hurricane Rana spot by Trish to Dakota in the corner, and that and that was absolutely sick. I think it was the spot where she did the Hurricane Runner on the outside, and then she landed on the rest of the damage control. I really like that. Big forearm by by Lita, leg drop to Dakota running reverse clothesline back suplex counter by Becky Rose plant, but broken up by Lita. big kick by Dakota stress faction belly to belly. And EO hits a perfect moonsault brawl begins twist of fate, chick kick moonsault manhandle slam from the second to Bailey and team Becky gets the win. I'm going to be completely honest here. This match to me, had no reason being as good as it was all six women i thought looked really good trish (laughs) dude, trish was awesome lita was very accurate on her moves she early she was great you could tell she was getting winded at the end but especially early like i said a few times i it was awesome becky held her role very well damage control sold that moment so well um, but this was really fun, and the amount of time this got, I thought they all deserved it. Dakota was my MVP for selling, and Trich was right behind her. I wish Damage Control won, yep. but I really enjoyed this match. I think it's definitely leading to a breakup at some point here in the future, um, but I really enjoyed it. Dylan, what you think?
1: Yeah, um, I feel like this is where we're going to split as far as ratings wise. We've been pretty close, but I still really enjoyed this. Um, probably not as much as you did. I feel like this was the first. I feel like calling it a low point is
0: not. No, there's the only right. one low point on this on this night. Yeah,
1: one. I, well, I'm saying the first quote unquote low point, which to be yeah. honest, this was actually still pretty enjoyable. Um, damage control not winning here, taking the loss definitely. Definitely still rubs me the wrong way. Um, I feel like they should have gotten the victory here, but all in all, I thought all six of them looked great, especially Lita and Trish, who, you know, we expect the other four to look yeah. like a million bucks because that's what they do on a weekly basis, but Trish and Lita specifically, the fact that they're, you know, retired and, and now just kind of wrestling in spots. Trish hasn't wrestled a match, I think they said, in like four years. Dude. Um, and then Lita has been back pretty routinely lately, but... Um, it was really nice to see them deliver yeah. at a, at a pretty high level, especially Trish who hasn't, like I said, wrestled in quite a few years. Um, clearly showing that they both still got it. So, um, I'm really excited to see where this leads. I feel like a heel turn is coming soon. Um, at least from, from Trish, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. Um, I really enjoyed this, but probably not as much as you did.
0: would you give it a five? I went 3.3. 3. That's exactly what I gave it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's exactly what I gave it. And uh, I think that's a very fair grade to mm. give this match. Yeah,
1: hearing you hearing you give that rundown, I'm like, oh, man, he's going to be in the high three, low fours, and I'm going to
0: piss him off by giving yeah. him a 3-3. Well, I thought it was right on the money. Yep. So we're going to move on. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. That video package ruled. Dom's entrance Dude, oh I, my God, I literally dude. cannot with this man. Had the Ray mask on with security along <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Dude. Along with Theory, this man is absolutely the future of WWE. These two, Theory and Dom, dude, these two can be two of your next big, big, big stars here in the next 10 years. Let's
1: talk, let's talk about both their entrances. Fucking Ray coming out in a low rider with Snoop. Yep. Eddie's theme hitting, oh, dude, it was uh, both, both guys. Their entrances
0: were killer. Killer. Absolute, absolute chills. Yep. The taunting by Dominic, special stuff. Dom, sent, Dom was sent out of the ring, and the shoving match continues. This needed to be more about the storytelling than the match, and it was. Hurricane Rana by Ray, another one to the second rope whips his son <laughs> into next week and why was <laughs> and why, why wasn't he that not, not DQ he, he was just, he was just hey he was just correcting his son that's no all right <laughs> I, all i'm right. with you <laughs> dom splashes the water onto his sister and gets an advantage <laughs> of, uh, onto his father big spinning splash love the slow downhill work by dom Quick arm drags by Ray, then another by Dom, followed by a Michinoku driver for a two count, taunting his family once again. Big slap by his own mother. Oh, yes, and the shit out of him. Yeah. And Ray <laughs> takes advantage. Big crossbody. Sunset flip for two. Judgment Day came out, but a huge inside-out face buster on the first turnbuckle. My goodness, that was brutal. Priest prevents the 619. The, the uh, LWO. Uh, come out to sell the score big splash by Santos 619 from Dom frog splash Ray kicks out exposes the turnbuckle on the I believe is the right side after trying to do one so he he basically did one he got the referee's uh, attention did the other one loved loved that spot 619 by flash and Ray Mysterio has won this match I wanted Dom, and I have said that for a very long time. But as long as he wins the blow off in the feud, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. The match had everything the <laughs> interference, the match was very physical, and the storytelling was just absolutely sensational. Ray still has it. Mm-hmm. He held his own against Dom, who's, a, let's be honest, a lot younger than him. But dude, Ray has not lost a step. But the story is just the beginning. This had everything. Putting over the LWO the right way uh, was the right call. I loved everything about this. Um, They're definitely going to foreshadow something with Bad Bunny, who was on commentary. Um, But um, I, I absolutely loved what we got. I loved everything about it. Yeah, Bad Bunny's also expected to be
1: at Raw tonight, so I'm sure this story will very much continue, and with Backlash being in Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny's hosting, yeah, I feel like this isn't the last time we'll see these two cross pads. Yeah, Ray definitely still has it, and even though I wanted Dom to win, Ray going into the Hall of Fame, I mean, it was kind of like a storybook thing. He has to pick up the big win here, Uh, but yeah, storytelling was at the forefront, this is we, we rave about how much Dom has improved since being with the Judgment Day. This is by far his best match period.
0: Yeah, I think. Yes. Um, yeah.
1: And it helps the fact that he's in there with a true legend like like his dad, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. but oh, I thought Dom looked like a million bucks. Yes. too. This wasn't Ray carrying the match. No. Was another one, it was like, very similar to like Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, where I feel like, hey, both their guy, both these guys, they, they held their own. No one carried, in my opinion. Um, I thought Dom played his role great. Ray picking up the big win, very heartfelt. Um, dude, dude, the mom slapped the shit out of Dom, dude. Yeah, and, and I thought, I thought, down, I thought, Aaliyah was about to hop the fucking turnbuckles, and and she was about to hit her own six one nine. But uh, yeah, dude, this was a lot of fun. The entrances were great. The match was great. I cannot wait to see what happens next, especially with Bad Bunny getting involved. And we've seen him get in the ring, and he's pretty good. I think this will be a lot of fun moving forward. What'd you grade it out of five? <sighs> I went three point nine. This I wanted exactly to give this in the it. fours, but yeah, three point nine. I thought was fair.
0: Yeah, but it could be if if you gave it in the fours. I really can't argue with it. Nope, I can't. I cannot. It's great. Leave. We're gonna move on down to Rhea Ripley. Versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's title. The feud definitely got better as the weeks went on. Really liked the pre-match keys to winning by Graves. It's just a little added touch. <laughs> the Queen overpowered early, but runs into a shoulder tackle. Big chop by the challenger, but these two go back and forth. Very even here early. Crossbody by Charlotte, but she goes for face first on the top rope. Love Rhea slapping herself in the face, just hyping herself up. Charlotte, again, driven face first, and the physicality being shown here early. Rhea really slowed the contest down, but again, a massive right forearm to the spine, followed by two more. Dude, she was on fire. Releasing driven suplex for two. Lariat and Rhea is looking dominant. For this character, it really fits. Unique neckbreaker by the champion and chops Uh, raining on Ripley. Charlotte works on the left knee which is will set up the figure 8 so very smart stuff there. Riptide countered with a big DDT that was crazy. Double big boot. The physicality like I said earlier it's just continuing to pick up. Stomp to the foot. Face off the knee but Charlotte was able uh, to toss Rhea for a moment of recovery. Inside out German by Rhea for a 2 count. Natural selection Rhea For a two count as we, again, go back to being dead even. Charlotte goes for a spear, but shoulder first and big steps. The challenger tries to capitalize. Champion reverses with a German followed by another. Massive throw by Rhea. Charlotte face first. Flair big boots. The challenger out of the ring. Huge moonsault by Charlotte. It just looked perfect. A huge headbutt. Riptide. And Charlotte kicks out. Big submission by Rhea Spear, and Rhea kicks out. Trading shots back and forth, figure four. Challenger gets to the ropes. Charlotte gets face first off the post. Riptide from the top, and Rhea Ripley is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. What an absolute war by these two. These two Mm -hmm. put their bodies on the line for a top five match, I think, at this point of the year. The spots Charlotte took, my Goodness! Almost broke her neck like four times, oh, yeah. dude. Some of those the German suplexes, Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, dude, that was. Do you see the cut on the bridge of her nose? From yes, the canvas? dude. That. Oh. oh, dude. I mean, everything was just so nasty. This, I, I said it in our group chat. This was the passing of the torch. Rhea mm-hmm. looked like an absolute animal, right winner, and a true WrestleMania classic. I literally, Dylan, I loved everything about it. Oh yes! It was literally it was perfect. It was perfect. What would you what do you think of it?
1: Charlotte's been doing this for quite a while and Mm -hmm. has
0: put on good matches with a lot of people.
1: And I can honestly say this isn't recency bias, but I can honestly say this is the best Charlotte Flair match I have ever ever
0: watched. This was her best match ever. Oh yeah
1: um and yes this was a true passing of the torch moment um and you could tell like on like the way charlotte even kind of sold the moment at the end with Rhea celebrating like she couldn't help but like clap smile Mm -hmm. she put out a really cool tweet that she was like the championships in good hands the divisions in good hands like i thought that was a true class act by charlotte who's gotten a lot of a lot of crap over the years for being, you know, a selfish worker and only in for herself. Yeah. I thought it was really cool to see, but this was absolutely incredible. Um, it's a, definitely a match of the year candidate. I did not think I'd ever say that about a Charlotte no. Flair match, but oh my god, dude, this was <laughs> these women like they they tore the house down. Oh and, yeah, and and yeah. both of them looked like they they just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yes, it was very physical, do. very stiff. Oh, my God. This... How, how good do Rhea look? Rhea, oh, my God, dude. She, <laughs> you know, to, to, to kind of take what Charlotte said on Twitter, like that championship is in very good hands. Rhea as Ripley, long as that
0: Triple H is in group.
1: Yes. You know, she, you know, this isn't her first title, obviously, but um, this feels right. It was, yeah. it was a little too soon the first time. This feels like it's the right moment. And Rhea is going to carry that belt, and she's going to dominate. I believe she's going to hold that belt for a very long
0: time. Yeah, I, I cannot wait for her and Raquel because when oh. that happens, I think yeah, that's that is be great, crazy good. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, this—I well, I think this is an easy one. What would you give it out of five?
1: I can't believe I'm saying this, considering who Rhea's
0: dancing partner was.
1: Dude, this was a five. Yeah. This was yeah. so much fun. It's the first yeah. time I ever thought I would give Charlotte a five. And I'm not trying to dog Charlotte. I don't want it to come across that way. But, like, you've said this numerous times. She's gotten kind of lazy over the yeah. years. Her matches just aren't as good as they used to be. She really showed that she can still go at a very high level. This isn't the last time we've seen Charlotte at the top of the card, but I feel like it's the last time for a while. Yeah. Especially after the tweet. It sounds like they're really going to run with Rhea.
0: Good. Yeah, but, um, yeah, this is a five, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, five it is. Um, so, we're going to move on. So, Snoop and Miz are in the ring. Uh, obviously, there's going to be something uh, going on. Uh, Pat McAfee comes out to interrupt them, sets up a match between Pat and Miz. There's a lariat by George Kittle, a couple moves by Pat, a punt. And besides George Kittle, this was absolute, This was the absolute oh. worst thing about WrestleMania by far and when oh. he was close and uh i give it a zero
1: okay this was definitely just to kill time um kill time we were almost here till one in the morning no we were not we were not almost here till one in the morning this is very okay i will defend this no it was not a great segment but it was enjoyable and it served its purpose, what it was trying to do. This is the same thing. Remember at WrestleMania thirty-one, where The Rock and Triple H and Steph had that really long segment. And everyone was like, "Why are we doing this?" It was so the sun could fucking go down a little bit. That's what this was. They wanted that stadium to be dark. They wanted it. They wanted the sun to go down for the big moment at the end of the night. Um, that's all this was. It served its purpose. Just had LA way in- night cut a promo. I agree. I'm not saying like this was the right move. I'm just saying like that's what this was supposed to do. By the way, Snoop hilarious. I love the fact that when Matt Miz was trying to get out of this impromptu match, Snoop was on the microphone the entire time. Like, nah, you do you, man. Hey, this is your job. Like, you you handle business. I'm gonna do me outside here. Thought that was a lot of fun, but um, I'm not gonna rate it because I gave this it zero. Wasn't, this wasn't really a match, but. I didn't hate it as much as Kyle. I thought it was still enjoyable because I do have a
0: fun bone in my body. I thought this was the absolute worst thing my super serious, years. bloodthirsty pro wrestling hey, fan over here. Hey, no, no, no. That that hey, what we got with Miz in the next one, that is sports entertainment, but we'll get to that. In However,
1: a George Kittle could throw one hell of a clothesline.
0: Yeah. I will say. Yeah, George yeah, Kittle's great. Hey, what once we get to night two with a snoop in the mystery yeah. guy, but dude, it that's is that's where it gets crazy.
1: It is clear here, I do want to say before we move on to the next match, this is going to be Pat's new role in WWE. From what I'm hearing with his, you know, his wife is having a kid soon. He wants to step back and just kind of focus on his show and home life. This is going to be Pat's role in WWE. He's not going anywhere, but he's not going to be a weekly commentator anymore. It sounds like Wade's going to be moving forward on SmackDown. Good. But this will be Pat's role. He's just going to kind of pop up, whether it be on the pre-show or just a segment on a, on a show, which I'm all for. I think he's very entertaining in
0: that role. We don't need to see him on a weekly basis, and he'll still deliver. Are you okay with that? Uh, I don't think the fans really cared about this at all. I went back I, and listened to the pop. It wasn't that big.
1: I think, I'm think i not saying it was a big
0: pop. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I don't think we need Pat. I thought the segment was a little more enjoyable than you did. But I'm not going to rate it. There's no reason to rate it. I don't think we need him at all. But we're more importantly. You're a jerk. And the main event. <laughs> yep. The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the Undisputed Tag Team Titles. Oh, my. Oh, oh my. god, Dude. Um, I don't even know where to start. So, Zayn and Jimmy start. Crowd is super into it. The big fight feel, my goodness. Jay gets tagged in, and the moment was fantastic. Sammy spills out of the ring, and the chemistry the Usos possess is all time stuff. Forearm to the Challengers, and the Usos are getting under the skin of Owen. Snap suplex on the outside, clubbing shots to the face of Sammy, and Jay using the ropes as added leverage. Just the little things. All out with Soul on Sammy, and the story. Uh, being told is already brilliant. Sammy creates separation, makes a tag to Kev, a huge swan bomb to the champions, unleashing on the Uchos. Uso's big frog splash on the outside, and another to Jay inside the ring. Swan time, but knees got up, splash, and Kevin kicks out two super kicks, cannonball. Sammy hits a nasty brainbuster on the apron to I think it was Jay, dude. That looked nasty. Mm-hmm. I love all the reversals in this match, but Jay again is there to counter Sammy showing the chemistry these two have. Super kick to Zayn, followed by four more, but Owen saved Zayn. Constant tags by the champions, double kick to the face and two point nine count. Another double super kick and another two point out count two point nine count as the emotions continue to run high. Owens helped Zayn get the upper hand. Double power slam to Owens through the announce table. Just vicious offense by the champions here. Sammy kicks out of the 1D. And Cole put over the fact that Zayn was the first one to ever do so. Yep. Love the J-Sammy corner spot. This is domination by the champions. Haluva kick by Jay. Exploder suplex by Zayn. Do finally create the separations. Owens tags in. Pop out power bomb. Another to Jimmy. Haluva kick stunner for a two count. Owens helping Zayn up. I mean, storytelling here was legendary. All-out fight, super kicks to the Usos, double super kicks to the champions, double frog splash, and Owens kicks out, double super kick to Owens. Sammy gets involved, brain buster from the top, Owens tags Zayn, Huluva kick to Jimmy, another one, stunner to Jay, another Huluva kick. One, two, three. And we have new tag team champions. The true emotion, the storytelling, and most importantly here, Dylan, the payoff. Mm-hmm. This was absolutely sensational. The near falls in this match, I was on the edge of <coughs> my like the, the entire time. I saw people in the crowd look away because they were too nervous during the refs' counts. Yep. The Usos played the role to perfection. The baby faces got over, and they failed. Finished their story. Incredible match. When wrestling's at its best, it's truly special, and that is exactly what we got. I loved everything about this. There, there was oh, yeah. absolutely no, there was no flaws. There's no flaws. And after rating that out of five, dude this this one delivered.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think I have anything to say. Yeah, that hasn't already been said on the internet i could just go on and on about the ring work i can go on and on about the story we all know it was great this was so much fun huge payoff i'm just going to cut to the chase kyle this was another five yes yes this this <laughs> is how you tell a story yes <laughs> i get that it's not sammy winning The big, big one, right? Like, he did wrestle for the title um, about a month and a half ago now. And I get that a lot of people are like, ah, this is just like a sympathy thing. No, like, this was, in my opinion, how it was always supposed to be. Um, The tag titles finally feel important. When was the last time you saw the tag titles main event any show?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the first time ever for me, let alone
1: WrestleMania. Yeah. I get that it's a night one, night two thing, but oh my god, dude, like <laughs> storytelling 101. This is how you put on a great match, a great tag match and a compelling story. We have to give the Usos credit, we're credit yes. to be, right?
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Everyone is like, well, oh, they're WWE, they're they're a WWE tag team. There's no way we can talk about them as one of the best tag teams in the world." Kyle, I'm sorry. I'm going to just say it. They are. They are one of the best tag teams, I think, on the planet. Right now, they're, they're
0: probably one. Yeah. Right, they're, second, they're, they're
1: probably one.
0: Top three
1: easily with the Bucks and FTR. And quite frankly, you can interchange those three at mm-hmm. any point. That's how good the Usos are. This yep. match was fucking incredible. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm still in awe about it. I've gone back and watched that moment. It was so cool to see Sammy get that and to have Kevin by his side. Oh, so much fun. So much fun.
0: Easy five. easy yeah, oh. The easiest five I've given ever. Yeah. Ever. The, that was absolutely insane. And f- you had to follow that Charlotte Rhea match. Oh, dude. Which was also, we, we gave that a five. Dude. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. yeah, How often do we give multiple fives? <laughs> yeah. We don't give
1: fives a lot anyway. The fact that we did it on the same card. Especially two in re- a row. Ridiculous,
0: ridiculous! You, you never give them two in a row, Dylan.
1: Not, nah, we've never done two in a row. No,
0: I'm I'm assuming you're out of five. Yeah. Oh, right. God. Yeah. Yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. At least we're on the um, same page. So we're gonna head to night two. So Dylan, let's see if we can get three five stars in a row with Omas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to spend a lot of time on this. <laughs> yeah, we can, taking we can
0: on, speed through it. Yeah, taking on a Bork laser. Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar in uh, singles action. Uh, Omos throws Brock and follows that with suplex, followed that with another suplex, grounding the ex-UFC fighter. The match slows down with a bear hug. Yet yeah, another suplex. Into this point, this match has been very boring. <laughs> a choke slam for a two-count German suplex to Omos, followed by another. Brock sells the back as he goes for an F5, able to recover, and another F5, and he's able to do it and pick up the victory. This was quick, I guess, to the point. This was not exciting and very slow. At least it only went for five minutes. Dylan, I'm trying to think of the positives here. Brock um,
1: winning—that's the only positive. I
0: really don't. I didn't see many botches because they didn't nope. do a lot of moves. But, it was bear um, hug after bear hug. How but do you uh, that? this, well, with the the guy in the ring, I think I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. But uh, yeah, from the wrong way, uh, I. <laughs> I could have gone without it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's all I got. I'm with you. Yeah,
1: the only positive that I can really draw from this is that Brock won, which which doesn't really did, need to happen. It doesn't anyway. doesn't need to happen, but like, like, Omos should definitely not beat Brock Lesnar like that's, and this I'm happy that they here. didn't. This shouldn't happen. This was not WrestleMania worthy, especially after we went from a practically flawless night one right yes and this is the way you start night two it definitely made me uh <laughs> i'm like oof this doesn't feel the same yeah two people booking these nights
0: i think it it's
1: kind of felt that way yeah. but um we got some we got some good stuff later yeah. on the oh, later yeah, in the 100%. show
0: yeah and that's probably when uh, vince took a bathroom break
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, he booked these first two, and then <laughs> went on the shitter for about thirty. Minutes. <laughs> yeah. Triple H is like, all right, I got this. But, um, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I
0: there's mean, there's
1: not much to say about it. Should we? Do we even bother yeah. rate it?
0: Like, uh, I give it a one point seven, but that's I was I was at one point five. There's yeah. just there's not much to talk about it, nope. and um, let's move on. That's it. Uh, WrestleMania Showcase Fatal Four Way Women's Match live in. Dude, I'm not even going to go over the teams. Uh, Liv and Sonya start. <laughs> Natalia throws Liv, follows uh, with a basement dropkick. Raquel next. Chelsea next. Big dropkick, but Raquel does not budge. Love the hair drag into the followaway slam. Triple powerbomb onto Shayna. Big crossbody by Shotzi. Suicide dive. Chelsea dives onto the crowd of wrestlers. I loved the powerbomb by Raquel as she launched Liv on the outside. Another fallaway slam DDT into a running knee by the heels. This was an absolute chaos here early, and I do credit the woman for the effort. Double sharp shooter, big knee to the face of Natalia by Liv. Tiger suplex by Shotzi. to tags in and makes Shotzi tap out, and that was pretty much it. That was it. Um, I hated the finish. I, I yep. hated the finish. Everyone knew who was winning, but you could have had Ronda do more than that. I mean, especially Shayna. I, Shayna, I, I, Shayna could have done much more, Sh- and Shayna barely did anything. Yeah. Um. I really hope Shayna isn't hurt because at some points, unless she sold it very, very well, dude, it, it looked like she kind of tweaked her knee. But well, she, um, she had her she had her boot off with yeah. her knee pad like all the way
1: down to her ankle yeah. at the finish. And she was limping around. Yeah, but I have not heard a report that she was hurt.
0: So she, if she's not, dude. She <laughs> unless she's got
1: really good like ring psychology. Yeah,
0: and, and just, she does,
1: and just sold that very well. I do worry for Shayna, but yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: there were some highlights though in this mm-hmm. match. Um, Shotzi to me was the MVP, and right behind her was Raquel. I and I, right I was going to say I give it to Raquel. Chelsea. Yep. And I thought, I thought interchangeable between Shotzi and Raquel. Chelsea yep. was also right there as well. Mm-hmm. This was not the cleanest match, but I also don't think it was as bad as the wrestling Twitter thought it was. Yeah. Some fun moments in the <laughs> women. Dude, they tried. Dude, they yep. tried their hearts out to get this over. The winners were expected. I didn't love the match, but a lot of these women deserved to be on the card. And honestly, sure. the worst worker here? Is the one who got the win? Got the finish? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So she's, and then the best one is her partner, which doesn't really help either. But um, yeah, man, there's just a, a lot of up and down stuff here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the six other ones did everything they could to make this WrestleMania worthy.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to even Shayna I tried too. I mean, at points Shayna well, I just- tried.
1: Just didn't see her enough. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, like, I was trying to, like, think back, and I'm like, was Shayna ever, like, tagged in? Did she ever have offense? Like, Or was she just Mm. on the outside stuff? Like, it was so, like, very weirdly booked, Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, it was very weirdly produced, I guess is the word I was looking for. Um, The winners were predictable, and I'm not even mad that they won, but I'm with you. I thought the finish sucked. Like, they needed to have more of an impact on the match. I wanted yeah. to see Shayna fucking ripping heads off. Like, I wanted her to dominate. I wanted her to steamroll. I wanted that face-off with her and Raquel. Like, I wanted that. And we didn't get that. I felt kind of robbed. It was not as bad as wrestling internet is making it seem, but it definitely wasn't... It, was a burn, right? it wasn't burned, was It wasn't great. It wasn't good, in my mind. It was... It existed. It just didn't feel WrestleMania worthy.
0: What'd you, uh, what'd you give it a five? <sighs> I went, it was better than Omas, I thought for sure. Oh uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I went 2.5. I went right. That's, in the exactly, of the road. that's exactly what I gave it. I think that's a very fair grade for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bleacher Report gave it a 1.5, which I think is just no.
1: disrespectful. I saw They gave p- Brock
0: and Omos two and a half, and I'm like, you guys are blind. I saw a wrestling site given an 8 out of 10 Omos and Brock. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this was definitely the match I think people expected to be the best match, just pure wrestling match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, So let's see if it delivered, Dylan. We'll yeah, turn. let's see. Versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental title. Big fight feel. Huge kick by Drew. The showdown begins. Layer it to Drew. Massive chops left it right. The reigning IC champion is on fire. Kicks Sheamus' teeth out. Chopped chop the hell out of them. Boston Crab. Drew comes back, and these two go to war. The chop battle between Drew and Walter. Oh, my gosh. The crowd loved it. Seamus uppercuts Walter in the corner. And these these three just punch each other in the face one after another. Love the creative twelve beats by the challenger. Seamus drills Drew with twenty-eight shots of his own to the chest. <laughs> And Ooh. then the last one kind of hit his face. but Yeah, I uh, feel
1: like he was supposed to get to 30 there, and Drew yeah. just
0: couldn't take anymore and just dropped.
1: Because Seamus yeah. kept wailing.
0: Yeah, dude, he was going. Yeah,
1: he was definitely supposed to get a full 30 in, and Drew's like, I can't fucking take it. No, nah, I mean, this I don't like him, do you? No. Could you nah, take no, 30 by him? 28's fine. 28's good. You still get a good number there. That's solid. Dylan, I couldn't take one.
0: Nope. <laughs> nope. So, big boot by the champion, releasing German into a lariat for a two-count. Another lariat for a two-count. Flying forearm by Drew into a neckbreaker, belly-to-belly. Driving Sheamus into Walter. Misses the claymore. Powerbomb for a two-count. Second rope, white noise. Celtic cross. One, two, two. Or, uh, the pinfall is broken up. Love the face-off by by these two huge dive by drew on the outside bro kick for a two count these two best friends slugging it out but a claymore connects one two kick out punches to the face big kick by sheamus here comes walter with a big flying splash from the top big power bomb to drew and walter retains off the power (laughs) hmm One of the most physical matches that you will ever see. This yeah. this was flawless. All three yeah. guys went to war for our entertainment. Dude, the commentary team, they, they stood up and clapped. Yep. And Titus was on it again, and he was incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the chops, the suplexes, the punch, the face. I was cringing watching this. Incredible pacing. Chemistry was on point. It's just one of the be- better matches that you'll see. This has so much replay value. This, I mean, Dylan, we're already all three of the matches that, I mean, I already have my grade, but we'll get to yep. that. I mean, all of them are going to be up for match of the year. All yeah. Of them. So, and, then, and one night. So, one weekend. <laughs> or, or sorry, in one weekend. In a, in a five-match span, we have three yeah. match of the year contenders. In, yeah. f- and In a five-match span, dude, uh, that never, was – Never thought I'd see the day. Dude, it's in WWE. Dude. This, uh, I'm gonna give my grade. This was five. Yep. So go on. <laughs> you can, it's you a
1: give five. Your, yeah, yeah, it's a five. <laughs> um, I will say, I was wrong in my prediction. I thought, story going in, Sheamus has to win it. They put over the fact that he's one title away from being a Grand Slam champion. And I'm like, you know me, I'm not a mat I wasn't a massive Sheamus guy. I fucking love him now. And I thought this, I thought he deserved it, but this was one of those times where like the swerve here of, of Walter retaining yeah. did not rub me the wrong way. I was super stoked to see him win. I'm like, oh, great, cool. Did you see the statement he put out today? Mm-mm. Someone, was like, someone was like, well, you had Drew and Sheamus. Like, if they can't beat you, who's going to beat you? And he's like, if there's anyone that's going to beat me for this title, they're not in WWE yet. So just flat out. He's like, they don't work here yet. Don't know who it is, but they're just not here. No one in this company well, is on my level. And, and I'm like,
0: Raw's going to be fun this week. Well. <laughs> There's some guys well, that are free. <laughs> well, he said in WWE, sometimes they don't, like, put NXT. I mean, I is it Ilya Dragunov? I mean, Dragunov's got to I mean, be the guy to beat him for it, right? I think so. I mean, I mean he was the – I mean, unless it's – could you imagine him and Jay White? Oh, my. Yeah, I, I don't think Jay White's coming to WWE, especially now. Yeah. But, dude, that, dude. once we get Dragunov, Walter, oh, my, dude. That's going to be – but this match, you had everything. You, yep. Any wrestling fan or even just people watching it with wrestling fans would enjoy this match just because yep. of how physical oh, was. I, so easy to watch.
1: I had people over who there – was, there was a good – house there were people who enjoyed wrestling and then there's people who have never watched wrestling and there's people who are just getting into it for the first time and everyone in the room collectively was like that was fucking great yeah that was awesome so yes i i completely agree with what you just said wrestling fan non-wrestling this is a very very fun match for i think everyone to enjoy yeah Uh... like this to me is pro wrestling like one-on-one this is like pro wrestling centric like this yeah. is what you should do yeah Bret hart doesn't like it but whatever i'll get to that later
0: yeah well uh also <laughs> the uh the the young bucks in the lucha brothers also don't because um there was selling here but um <laughs> but uh, what do you uh what'd you give it a five it's a five kyle already said it yeah dude this oh. three
1: fives in one weekend of wrestling in a five I... match span I never thought, no. never thought. But here no. we are.
0: Here we are. And I hope, and I, Triple H, please, <laughs> please stay, please. Um, so we're going to move on. Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the Raw Women's title. Both entrances were just absolutely fantastic. Uh, Bianca's was just awesome. And then I really liked the five, uh, or I guess the four dancers, and then Asuka coming with her. Dude, fantastic. Loved all awesome. Of yep. Yep. Loved all of it. Uh, the athleticism shown by the champion and then throwing down punches to the challenger followed by suplex big kick by Oscar creates separation as the elbows and kicks connect followed by a big sliding knee moonsault followed by a spine buster for a two count left. How Corey said Belair is swinging for the fences early action spills to the outside. Big power bomb on the outside by Bianca for a two count and Oscar sold that so well shoulder first to the post. Love how the vet is using all of her submissions that Bianca has not seen before. The raw power of Bianca is crazy, and the different locks that Asuka can do, too. Running missile drop kick by Asuka for two count, a few mid-kicks by the challenger, Bianca gets nailed against the post, and this match is a lot more physical than I thought it was going to be. Love the lifting suplex from the second rope, these two trading blows, and these two continue to cut down each other we have no idea what's coming next. Blockbuster, neckbreaker, moonsault for a two-count. Belair is getting frustrated, which is uncommon for the champion, as uh, Graves said on commentary. Codebreaker for two-count. Bianca catches Asuka with a grand slam in the corner. Miss does not connect. Reverse to the KOD. Uh, and then uh, that would end up being uh, reversed. Arm armbar, armbar by Asuka. Bianca finally gets a KOD and retains her title. I thought this match was crazy good. Some parts were sloppy in the beginning. I think these two needed a few minutes to, you know, feel each other out. Mm -hmm. I think the few being better would have added to it. However, there was a lot of crazy good moves in this match. These women went (coughs) shot after shot. I've looked how they potentially teased a future heel turn for Bianca at points, especially at the end. She was kind of waiting for Asuka. You kind of see a heel moment from her. I thought this match was really good. Uh, Mm -hmm. I saw some people kind of iffy on it. I really enjoyed it. My biggest complaint is the winner. Yep. I think they got the winner wrong, especially with what we got later in the night. They needed a title change here. I think Asuka and Rhea being like the new two faces here was the right decision. Um, Definitely a new kind of feel for the women's division, but they went Bianca, which isn't a bad thing. She's definitely – uh, yeah. fantastic in her own right. Um, but uh, that was that in a few moments here and there, but I still really enjoyed it. What'd you think?
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better Bianca Belair matches that we've gotten in the last several months, especially on this title run Yes, um, that she's been on, which has gotten, dare I say, kind of stale. <laughs> um, and I thought Oscar was by far, a, a, you know, a more than worthy opponent. I had this feeling going into the weekend though, with the women's title matches, um, only one was going to change hands, and and we know who it was going to be. Yeah, and if you're giving me the option between the two,
0: it had to I be think Rhea.
1: It had to be Rhea. So unfortunately for Asuka, she was going to take the fall here. In my mind, once once I saw Rhea win, I'm like, damn, that means Asuka's losing. Yeah, did not take away from the match, but I do agree with you. Um, considering what happened uh, later. Um, we could have used a, a a nice moment here. Yeah, um, but it was still a great match, very enjoyable. Oscar looked great. Bianca looked like a million bucks, and um, I really enjoyed it. Would you give it a five? <clears throat> what are you laughing at? Oh, nothing. <laughs> With, uh, <laughs> I went. I went four point two. You're freaking me out.
0: Uh, I give it a four. I still really enjoyed it thought this match was absolutely fantastic and a lot better than the wrestling internet gave it credit for, but um, we're gonna move on between the <laughs> impromptu, <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the impromptu match. Oh, yeah. uh, so the Miz came out with uh, with Snoop again. Yep. <laughs> and then, so what happened, you know, pal? they're they um, <laughs> you know, they were talking, and you know uh. the. The fans wanted another match. Oh so, yeah, um, we we they were teasing something, mm-hmm. and then what <laughs> happened? And then Shane McMahon comes out. I'm like, what <laughs> is going? Dude, dude's going crazy with a lot of movements yeah. of legs. Dude, this guy was going nuts, right? bro. Punches, and he got oh, he yeah. got a really good reaction. I don't know if you shocked remember. me. Yeah, dude, it, dude, the crowd exploded for him. Oh yeah, so <laughs> this. <laughs> it started as just a classic <laughs> punches, same punches. Um, he was in the corner. I think he, he, he got Miz off the ropes. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. he was, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he buckled trying his Trying to do knee. a leapfrog. Oh, was that what it was? <laughs> he well, it leapfrog. started,
1: it started with a leapfrog. Yeah. I feel like that's what started everything. And then, uh. He either landed weird or, or what? But Shane's not gonna be around for a while. So so Shane Yeah. So Shane breaks his leg. He tore his quad, according to Triple H. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, so Triple Tours... H Triple H put up an update and said that uh, <laughs> Shane tore his quad. Which a torn quad, depending on how severe it is, has a recovery time of four months to a year. So, and Shane's like fifty-two <laughs> or whatever. So I feel like we're leaning more towards a year. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, Shane tears my father-like son. So, yes. <laughs> so Shane tears his the squad. Sn- they do a great job. Snoop, the ref,
1: Snoop did a great job. I don't job know here. if
0: you heard this, but the ref told him, "Hey, what come to do? in and elbow drop him." Yeah, she was yeah, like, she's dude, like she, people's elbow. She was just. Guitar, she was the MVP. Right? Here. Uh, no, I don't know who it was. Um, it was the. It was the other uh, woman. I, I. just can't remember her name. Um, so Snoop comes in, few punches, hits him with the people's elbow, and that's. And that's pretty much it. Uh, shout out yeah. to Snoop for coming out and improvising in something that should not have happened. Yeah. Um I we are gonna say that man, we really wish Shane a speedy recovery because do we you? don't want to see <laughs> yes. We don't we don't want anyone to get no. hurt. Really. And I Shane has grown on me, especially the last couple of years, especially uh being anti Vince a little bit. So I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. But dude this bro, this was <laughs> Yeah.
1: Let me let me take over while Kyle tries to gather himself for the next couple of matches that we gotta talk about. Bro, dude,
0: I saw the fucking tweet that said after he did that he was like, "Some fucking tw- uh, some Twitter account was like, <laughs> Shane comes in and he said, oh he said, oh, broke his leg.'"
1: <laughs> Jesus, yeah, you definitely don't want to see anyone get hurt, especially in a segment. To be honest, was just there to make people laugh or, or entertain.
0: Um, dude, this some I people was... are some people are a little more giddy about it than others. Bro, dude, I was sports entertained uh, here. I gave that. I gave this. a I gave this a four, 8. A four point eight. <laughs> four
1: No, I'm not rating this. I hope Shane is okay. Um, we're definitely not. Well. It does sound like we're making fun of him getting no. Hurt, but No, we, we,
0: we really do. It's just, I think the funniest thing was just how, just how it all happened. It was so random. Yeah. Like Shane
1: coming out. Him Which no one quad. thought would happen. No one no. thought he'd ever show up in <laughs> WWE again after the Royal Rumble. Fiesta. He pulled He pulled a Vince. And then, Squad. and then Snoop had to come in. Completely lays out the Miz with one of the stiffest punches I think I've seen. I feel like that thing connected.
0: Dude, he had so much fun doing that, though.
1: Snoop with the people's yeah. elbow. What about Snoop running the ropes? You're a big critique of that. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> that,
0: that. Runs the ropes yeah.
1: better than anybody. Runs the ropes better than, um... Dude. Um, what was the... What was one take of the on? funny dactyls? Oh. <laughs> oh <Cameron.
0: laughs> take okay. Yeah. Runs, runs the ropes ten times better than Cameron ever did. Um... So, I was sports I entertained it. here. I was. I was sports entertained here. I thought this was actually really good. And so much better than the first night.
1: Whatever. They're, they they go hand in hand. But let's No, they do.
0: This was a classic. Oh,
1: sorry. No one blew their knee out on night <laughs> one. Maybe if Pat would have snapped his ankle in half, <laughs> Kyle would enjoy it more. But
0: um, No. We, uh, we wish Shane a of speedy recovery. But uh, we're going to move on. Demon Finn Balor versus Brood Edge, uh, Hell in a Cell match. The entrances, bone chilling. Oh yeah, dude. I I don't know. Was it Slayer? Was the yep. uh, the entrance theme? I, I'm South not too Heaven. familiar with yep. with that song, but I know you would killer. be. Yep, killer. Good um. Bit. And dude, and then Finn coming out with that OG theme, oh dude, that was that was awesome.
1: Yeah, Finn um, getting his OG theme back for the night was was
0: well deserved. We definitely knew whose cult that was. Yeah. Uh, so shots by Steel Chair, the candlestick shots by Balor using the cage early and often. That's how physical this was from the start. They just tossed each other against the cage. Ed traps Finn with candlesticks and delivers a wicked drop kick. Open palm strikes by the demon and nails Edge against the ring steps and paler DDT by Edge. Shout out to Gangrel, but but <clears throat> gets caught with a sling blade, drop kick to Edge and as he crashes through a table. This match was back and forth. Spent a lot of time on the outside, which I liked. Kill switch by Edge. Shout out to Christian. Great. Great. Education execution by uh, the radar superstar at one. Uh, Edge brings in a ladder, tosses it at Balor, and we all knew that something was wrong after that happened um, because he went to put his hands up and it clocked him clean right in the head. So the the medical team comes in. Apparently he got staples. Oh my, my, dude, I saw that and I I was like, dude, there's, there's something wrong here. But uh, so the medical team comes in, like I said, Balor gets up face first in the ladder sling blade. Uh, coup de Gras for two-count. Balor goes fr- uh, to the top of the ladder It gets clocked with a kendo stick and lands a huge execution from the ladder for a two-count. Edge gets on a table. Finn climbs up, like halfway up the cage, misses the coup de gras, goes through the table. Dude, that was such a cool visual. Mm-hmm. The demon kicks out at two, very smart by Edge, keeping the attack going on Balor with a steel chair. Uh, he hits the concerto, and Edge has finally slayed the demon and wins this match really good really good really fun i may have expected a little bit more on the outside maybe even going outside the cage but dude it was super physical the, the storytelling was terrific it took you know basically all of that punishment to slow down the demon mm-hmm. uh this was i don't sell now obviously that spot uh, with the ladder, did take away some of it just because he was hurt, and we—I mean, we don't know what he had to go through. You know what I'm saying? So, uh yeah. this—that was a brutal, brutal spot. But, um, yeah, dude, this—this this was this was really fun. I still really enjoyed it. Finn going over would have been good, but I, think I, was it telling, to happen. I, I was telling Christian this last night. Remember, Finn and the Demon are still two different wrestlers, so yep. technically, Finn Balor did not lose here Mm. the demon did but with all jokes aside i mean he can't come back as the demon i mean that he needs to retire that um because he's already lost what three times now is it so uh i still had a lot of fun watching this what'd you think
1: yeah I, i i will say in the moment talking about the latter spot um i did think medical getting involved slowed the momentum down and I'm all for safety. I'm all for, you know, oh, people yeah. taking care of themselves. But I was like, oh, come on, man. It's like, it's hell in a cell. Like, how bad is it? Like, is it just a small little cut? I saw what Finn put on yeah. Instagram this morning. And I'm like, yep, they made the right call. Because if they would have just left that thing, we're talking like big medical emergency. Like, that much. Like, have you Did you see what the cut looked like? Yes. That thing is fucking huge, and if they would have just let that thing flow, I, we would have been worried for for Finn's health. So yes. I'm, I'm I'm happy they got it closed up or or whatever they did to it ringside as as quick as they did. Kudos to Edge for trying to distract everyone yeah. and just kind of looking very crazy and and looking under the ring for you know yeah oh, what what can he do next? Um, I do want to say with the with the demon thing. I feel like this is the last time we will see it. At least mm. as long as Finn is part of Judgment Day, he's, we're not going to see another Demon match. It's going to be. We don't need to. I don't think we need to. I think Finn's fine by himself, but I would have liked to see Finn win here. I feel like he needed to win a little more than Edge did. Um, just for a post-Mania main event push, I feel like this would have been a perfect way to start that, picking up a huge win against the Hall of Famer. But I do want to give a shout-out to the Demon character itself. Because I feel like he played the role a little differently than he has in the past. Like mm-hmm. he was kicking out of moves at one. Yeah. Um, the way his head was moving, the tongue out, like when he was pinned in the cage, that like where, where Edge had the two mm. kendo sticks and he was stuck, the way that he was still like kind of wiggling around almost. He snapped you know, one in
0: half, right? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, he broke one. That was how he originally was going to get out until Edge went back on the attack. He was starting to break them. And I'm like, dude, this is probably the best demon portrayal. That Finn has done since maybe the NXT days, like yeah. the 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 first run. I thought that was really cool. Um, match itself was was an absolute banger, um, just like I thought it would be, and I thought both guys delivered. Despite the halt in the middle of the match, I feel like the Edge improvised well enough to take us away from that. And um, when everything was all systems go, it was it was back to. Back to business, and it was a lot of fun.
0: And that's why uh, wrestling's so important. That's why, dude. It's like it, with the last match, injury happened, mm-hmm. the ref caught it, and he was like, "All right, Snoop." Or she was like, "Snoop, come on in." And yep. this one, Edge knew, and they improvised. And that's yep. why it's just it's so important to know your surroundings, know the moment, and both times I thought they played it absolutely terrific. Um, I really liked the match. I, I saw people kind of up and down about it. I really liked it. What'd you give it up?
1: I mean, it was one of the best hell in a cell matches I've seen in recent years. Yes. I went,
0: I went 4.6 on it. Um, Whoa.
1: Pretty high, pretty yeah. high, but I thought it was, you know, very, very well
0: done. All I, things considered what
1: happened. I yeah. mean, you gotta, you gotta take everything into account. And I feel like both guys delivered.
0: Yeah. Uh, I give it 4.4. 4. I, I loved it. I thought it was terrific. And, um, at this point, as soon as the match was over, we we already kind of were excited, nervous, however you want to feel. We knew the main event was coming, um, but we did have a really nice Hall of Fame induction segment. Um, yep. Everyone definitely deserved it and uh, loved seeing who was there um, and all all the, the nominees for it, too. But um, I thought it was a really great segment. But then we're heading to the main event of yep. WrestleMania, night two. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal title. Cody's entrance with giving the belt to Brody's son. Oh, oh dude, I think someone's cutting onions next to me. I, I don't know why, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't
1: know why my eyes were watering. Yeah, I think, I, I you know, some dust was flying around the room yeah. or something. Maybe my allergy is racking up with the weather changing, but.
0: Yeah. Um, it might have been the onions from your burger. Might have, been. Yeah. Might, have, uh, might have been. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah, uh, might have been. Roman's was fantastic. Uh, dude, this. The pianos. The, the big fight feel that this had. Whew. Uh, the first stare down, uh, tie up. Roman is on phase deep. A headlock wearing down the trouble chief. Uh, drop down right hand and Roman needs a breather. Big drop kick for Cody for a one count. Big powerbomb to Rhodes. Extra emphasis on the suplex by Roman. And commentary pointed out that Roman is extra cocky tonight. Every time Cody got momentum, the treble chief was there to counter. Mind games really don't work against him. As Dylan nope. is eating Shut whatever. Shut
1: up. I mean, not popping in a sour patch, kid. Shut your mouth.
0: Oh, dude, those are fantastic. <laughs> Especially the yeah. blue ones. Uh, I was trying to be
1: quiet and discreet.
0: <laughs> but you just want to call me out. Yeah, so. he's not, you know, he's not putting me over. A uh, huge yeah. suplex uh, to Cody on the stage. Then Cody delivers one to Roman on stage. Both of those looked awesome. Solo nails Cody with a steel chair. Roman uh, drive by. Solo again gets involved in a huge layer hit by Roman for a two count. Roman is in complete control of this match. Backbody drop through the announce table. Constant breaking of the count was just a little touch I loved. Road scoop slam. Cody's. Uh, sorry, what what am I going there? Uh, Cody Cutter, <laughs> and obviously Roman kicks out. Cody's stomping the body parts. Uh, big suicide dive on the outside. Solo nails Cody with that weight belt. Dude, that was a nasty shot. Yeah, uh, sounded... uh, and the ref basically sees it. Again, I don't know how he didn't get DQ'd, but uh, Solo gets uh, basically kicked out from ringside. Super kick, crossroads, and Roman kicks out. Roman jawbreaker, and these two are dead even once again. Rock bottom by Roman, kick out. Superman punch, reversed into a pedigree by Cody. Wow. Uh, never thought I'd see that for a two count. The emotion by these two, the crowd, and Heyman, d- this rocked. Disaster kick, reversed into Superman punch, figure four by Cody. Roman reverses the pressure. These two are absolutely exhausted. Cody suck himself up, punches to the face, spear by Roman, and kick it up two. Spirit or uh, sorry, Roman goes back to the punches, guillotine submission. Cody's exhausted. Cody is fighting, but Roman wraps his legs around the challenger. Cody broke it, punches to the face, kicks the ref, and both guys are down. Double super kick by the Usos 1D. Crowd starts to react. Here comes in and Owens. Stunner, halluva kick to Roman. These teams battle. Rhodes covers for a two count, headbutts by both guys. Kicks to the chest, left jabs by Cody. That bionic elbow, right hand, um, crossroads followed by another. But Solo comes and Samoan spikes Cody. Roman gets the uh, the extra speed off the roads for spear. One, two, three, and the match is over. And mm-hmm. when his hand hit three, my heart dropped. Yep. D- eh- it was perfect. It was literally the perfect ending. The, mm-hmm. the the match was super physical. Storytelling was incredible. Loved the Usos, Owen, Zayn segment, and all the work between Solo and Paul. It was perfect. That the pace was consistent. There's was no wasted motion. You had you had the ending perfect. You yep. had you had Solo do that. You have Roman Spearum kicks out of two, kicks out of two. Maybe Roman goes you know to Paul or goes for the referee. It takes three crossroads, and that's how you end it uh, dude it we we can talk about the the decision, but uh don't i'll let I'll let you start with it I don't know if I have fully processed it yeah if I'm being Wait, so honest. can you tell me your emotion when was his, his hand hit three dude, my head dropped, my head dropped um,
1: yeah. You could hear a hush in the house, I feel like. <sighs> I trust
0: Triple H. If he this said, was his call, we don't know if this was his call. We don't know in the, the after scrum, we don't know if he was covering for Vince. Yeah, We don't know. I, I You know, I'm not going to go full conspiracy and say that Triple H is going to
1: take the fall for Vince. But he could. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust what I've heard because Triple H has, hasn't has really steered us wrong since he took over creative. And he claimed in the press conference that, you know, there's, there's more of a story to tell. That was the excuse that he gave. And there were a lot of reports coming out last night and this morning that this has been the plan for weeks. And they just didn't, you know, they kept it under wraps from everyone but Roman and Cody. Like, Roman and Cody knew what was going to happen but they kept everything under wraps for everyone else until the day of the show. Like, the Usos running, Solo getting involved, you know, Paul Heyman, all that stuff. That's the report that I'm reading. <sighs> I just... I trust that Cody's going to get that moment eventually. Like Maybe at SummerSlam? I, I, I do think Cody's the one to beat Roman. I, I think do, he needs to be. I do believe that, because I don't think there's anyone else. But you're not going to have a better moment than last night.
0: That, that is my argument. You're he not going to have that
1: moment. He can, he can win at SummerSlam. Great. He can win in Saudi, which someone mapped it out. The Saudi show, I believe, falls on Roman's 1,000th day. So everyone's like, oh, he can win when Roman hits oh, a 1,000. No. And that'll be great, too. Whatever. But it will not match... What the moment would have been last night—the no. main event of WrestleMania—his family front row, uh, Brody's son front row, like with a Cody shirt on. With with the Cody shirt on, he gives him the weight belt. He gives his daughter a kiss before the show or b- before the match, and I'm like, the stars have aligned. There's a perfect end to the story. Is it compelling? Yes, I have to see what's happening yeah. next. But uh you're not going to get a better moment than last night. No. However, it does make you tune in cuz you're like Cody has to win, right? Like how does Cody bounce back? Does he yeah. get a little more aggressive? Is he still going to be the same Cody like, "Oh, shucks, get him next time" kind of thing? Like what what happens to his character? Does it get tweaked a little bit? There's a lot of questions and I hope we get some answers tonight on Raw, which Starts in about 20 minutes, so we got to wrap up. But, oh, my God. Like, you're never going to get as good of a moment. I'm going to dive into the match real quick, and then we'll give our ratings. The match itself, fucking incredible. One of the best Roman Reigns matches he's had on this title run. Cody is a star. Remember, not a top ten wrestler in the world, right? Shut up. (laughs) Cody is the top baby face in WWE. Right now. Maybe in the whole of all of wrestling right now. I mean, this dude is is just on another level. He is the top babyface in WWE. I think it goes him, Rollins, Zayn, and Owens. I feel like those those are the three, if you had to rank them. And
0: LA's getting up there too, but go on.
1: But, I just, as good as the match was, it would have been the perfect bow to an incredible weekend, I might add. And I'm not going to say it took away as much as everyone else says it does, but it definitely left a sour taste in my mouth, and I still can't Fully wrap my head around why, you know what yep. I mean? Like you can give yep. me all the explanations in the world of like, wait, give it time, like it's a slow burn. I saw someone go like, Cody needs a big setback before he gets yeah, the big moment. Saw, I'm I, like,
0: that was the big one. I saw. I'm
1: like, dude, he tore his pec, wrestled a hell in a cell match, and then missed seven months of his career. Like, what other major setback does he need before we go? Yeah, that's the guy. Like, yeah. I feel like he already had the setback. He doesn't need this big loss. However, him taking a big loss here, if I could play devil's advocate, definitely takes out of the question of like, when is Cody going to finally lose? He took his first loss since coming back. Now we move on. Uh, match itself was incredible though. So let's get to the ratings.
0: Yeah, you start. I'm going to go. F- <laughs> I If, if Cody would have won, it would have been a five.
1: I'm going 4.9. Yeah. It's still... Yeah stellar it's still top notch it's still very rewatchable Cody wins it's a perfect five and we're talking four fives on the same weekend but I'm gonna go 4.9 it's as close as you can get to a five without it being perfect
0: yeah I, I feel don't... like
1: that's that's as good as I can go
0: no I 100% agree um I I it just felt like something was missing you know when Roman was you know holding up the title, just like. Man, can something happen? You know, can someone come can the out ref, maybe- Can the
1: ref realize what happened? Yes. First, hey, we got to restart the match. You know can, what I mean? Can like Pierce come sh-
0: out, yeah. you know, it's just... I, I, I was...
1: was yeah, I was holding every hope. I'm like, Adam Pierce has got to come out and be like, no, we have to restart the match. Or like, yeah. fuck it. Like, Triple H himself takes the headset off and is like, that's not how we're ending WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, some- I'm with you. I was like, something's got to happen. Something's got to happen. As long as it wasn't The Rock. I didn't want yes. to see that. No. But I was like something's got to happen here. Please like
0: restart the match some a...
1: way. Like Solo was kicked out. He can't come back. Like It,
0: just it took didn't happen. it took a lot of balls to to do that finish in front of that crowd. That took a lot of guts. With this build? Yes. Lot of guts. Yeah. I Remember yeah. I said that day I said I it just didn't feel yeah, right. Yeah, you're like yet.
1: you're like you said you had a feeling and I'm like, "Oh, Kyle, you're just crazy. Like don't don't worry." Yeah. I'm like he's yeah. winning. 10 out of 10. He's winning. He's winning. He's winning. Yeah.
0: And then and yeah. um so we're going to uh, go on don't you like to give your final analysis? Your we'll do your grade but your match of the night at the end. Your after match your of the first weekend. Ball. Yeah. Um Oh, I guess your a... match of the event. Yeah. So, uh,
1: WrestleMania, even with some somewhat questionable booking decisions as far as winners on the second night, I still feel was a resounding success. I still feel like it was a lot of fun, a very good weekend of wrestling. Most of the matches delivered. I mean, we only rated two matches or three, three matches, I believe, below a three. That was was Brock and. It may have only been two. I think it was the women's showcase yeah. and Prokinomas and were yep. the only ones yep. that I rated under three.
0: Yep, me too. Um,
1: everything else was three or higher. Which we're talking thirteen, fourteen matches or whatever. Mm. That's that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I'm, we're going to rate this pretty high. <sighs> I just, I just can't. Like I said, I just can't wrap around why that decision was made but like you said it's if triple h made that call he hasn't steered me wrong yet i feel like i just have to trust the process and just hope that whatever's coming next is worth it but But we don't know what goes on backstage yeah dude i'm like i just got like you're just not gonna get a better moment than that like you're like it's not gonna be that perfect but still a great weekend of wrestling i thought wrestlemania was still a success um yeah. As far as match of the weekend, dude, we gave three fives and another one right under five. This is very, very hard. Um, I think I got mine. There's an... I think I know what your answer is, and I'm going to just stick to my gut here. Best match of the weekend... Uh, oh, dude, this... Ugh. Is
0: it Omas. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. My boy Snoop. (laughs) Snoop hitting the people's elbow might have been moment of the weekend. Hey, Snoop, Miz, the ref, and Shane deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. I will say that. So, I don't
1: don't know if I can give it to one.
0: You got to give it to one.
1: But I'm going – I feel like I have to go tag titles just because it was the most satisfying end, Mm -hmm. most satisfying end to the story. But man, I wanted to give it to Rhea and Charlotte so bad here. Yep. Um, But if you're, if you're twisting my arm and you're making me pick just one, Sammy and Kevin finishing their story. I don't think you can have a sweeter end to that, but Rhea getting her, getting what she deserved to has to be mentioned. But, yeah, so, what'd I'm you go I'm of going. 10? Whoo, out of ten, I'm gonna give WrestleMania a nine point four out of ten. nine point four yeah. out
0: of ten. I mean, I gave it, I gave it a nine point one. Um, it just kind of felt like two different people were booking this. Like one it felt like it. Like it felt like Triple H did night one. It kind of felt Vince had more influence on night two. Maybe. Um, especially with some of the, I, I was not mad at the Edge one just because of the Balor no, demon, no. you know, characters there. the The one that really got me was the, I thought Oscar should have won. Um, yep. I don't think <laughs> Bianca really needed to retain there. Um, well, because well, no, like I, who's who's who's
1: gonna beat uh, uh Bianca at this I point? I don't know. I don't know. It's I, the same I, thing I say about the
0: the Cody thing. It's like, well, who's beating Roman? If Jay, well, Uso's that's, not? It's it. It's, it well, here's the thing with Cody is everyone's saying, "Well, Roman got the title at SummerSlam, so now he's going to carry it till SummerSlam and lose to Cody at SummerSlam." That would be who's to three say full years? Of who's to Roman say and Sam. that we get that match? Who's to say that nothing happens in between there?
1: That's the so, thing. No
0: one, no one thought Sammy
1: would be as as hot yeah. as he
0: got. And and yeah, look, what? Look if What
1: happens? Yeah, you know you what? Know. What if?
0: Yeah, we we don't know because wrestling changes every day. Um, we just have to trust what's happening. Yeah, so let's just... You know, the the reports that did come out today that said that Vince sent the email and Triple H will be in charge. So let's just hope... Um, hope that that's true. Yep, and then we'll <laughs> talk about Raw After Mania here in just a sec. But um, no, I, I thought this was absolutely incredible. Um, a lot of these matches were fantastic. My match tonight, dude, it, it's... The one that I enjoyed the most, oh, the finish, I am going to give it to the IC triple threat. I, I, do, I just think these three just beaten the brakes off of each other. I mean, no one looked weak. I just thought with Walter just – he had that statement win over these two. Yeah. Like, who, who's going to beat this guy? You know? Yeah. So – Dragon. As yeah, a- but that's what I think too is dragging off. But uh, I I just thought that that was the easiest match for me to give uh a 5 for that one. But um I mean and then the Usos and honestly both of them were tied for second. So mm-hmm. I mean it, it was so close. I'm going to give it to the Triple Threat IC title, but uh WrestleMania was a success and I'm hoping they uh, continue the um the, the hot streak into uh into the next couple months and just stay away, Vince will be alright. But uh Dylan, would you like to tell everyone you're on moment of the week?
1: Yeah, so I alluded to it a little earlier. Uh Bret Hart hates pro wrestling nowadays. Um <laughs> Bret Hart um has said some some pretty questionable stuff this past week. Um, saying that he hates the direction that pro wrestling is going, says that he doesn't recognize the sport anymore. Uh too many people are are, you know slappy mcleg and his super kick after super kick and he's like you couldn't pay me enough to be chopped a hundred mm-hmm. times in a match dude i'm sure he hated the ic title match he fucking despised that thing guarantee it <laughs> yeah he, he, he told a story that he's like anytime i wrestled rick flair i told him he could only chop me once or twice because i'm not getting smacked around you know for 30 minutes and i'm like well tell that to walter Cause he'll fucking smack you around. For yeah, yes
0: he, yes, he will.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, Bret Hart just hates pro wrestling now. And um for someone who is as great as Bret Hart was, I'm not gonna deny his greatness. One of the best technical wrestlers ever. But things change. Times change, you know. WWE isn't so much, or wrestling in general isn't so much, you know, the biggest and strongest guy wins. Like, you know, things evolve and To say that pro wrestling is worse now than it's ever been, I think is kind of a joke. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if that was his exact quote, but that's kind of the message he was giving. Yeah. I think that's far from the truth. Um, I like to see the evolution of what's happening. You know, look, look at a guy on paper like Brian Cage. You think that guy can only do two moves and one of them's a choke slam. Yep. And go watch his matches. Like go watch his tape. That dude is a freak of nature. The size that he is compared to the stuff that he can do, like you said, he floats around like a cruiserweight, and he's 350 pounds of pure muscle or whatever. Dude's built like a truck, and he moves like Rey Mysterio. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, similar Um, to what Dylan's built. Yeah, dude, I look just like Brian Cage. If I take my shirt off. <laughs> yeah. People, people saw what we looked like on Instagram. I don't. Yeah, we're definitely like... not Brian Cage. Nah, dude. Al Snow dwarfed us, but anyway.
0: Uh... Yeah, I, I'm still
1: I'm still mad at him. By the way, but... yeah, Al Snow's arm is bigger than Kyle and I combined. But anyway. Um... Yeah. So Bret Hart gets my dummy moment this week for just his pure hate of pro wrestling nowadays. There was another story that came out of WrestleCon that I thought about, but let's just
0: yeah, I'm not giving
1: Rick Snyder Steiner any uh, yeah
0: any press just, here no. he
1: yeah we're not gonna dive into that because yeah. he's a scumbag for what he did. But yeah, um,
0: so I'm gonna just keep a little lighthearted and say that Bret Hart just hates pro wrestling now. And there's gonna be more details of that story. So let's just. Yeah, I want to, that to
1: wait for yeah. that to iron out a little more. Yeah. So we're we going go to go to
0: something uh, else here. I really didn't have like a big one for this week. Um, I wanted to give everything to Vince McMahon because I think he deserves it. So he's like my <laughs> overall one for saying like, oh, well, he's just here to sell the company and now he's magically back and he's going to sell the company and to the one group that would allow him to stay. Yeah. When even Saudi wanted him out. Like, dude, that's that's saying something. So, so it should be him. Um, I'm I'm also gonna give it to missed opportunity by WWE. Mm-hmm. I think they could almost have, did now, the same thing. Now almost we're we're, thing. we're definitely gonna be you know with Cody Rhodes and whatever. Yeah. How do you feel about missed opportunity by not showcasing some of? No, I. I don't watch the show. I don't like the show. I think they could have showcased some of the NXTs, especially Johnny. I think Mm -hmm. giving Johnny maybe a little bit of like a vignette or something from his match with Waller could have helped him. If Braun Breaker does show up, maybe showing some of his match. You know, just Mm -hmm. giving us something there during WrestleMania. And, you know, instead of, you know, the flashbacks of what happened the previous night, just something new, fresh. Um, I, You know, and some of the women's matches that happened. I think maybe showcasing some of that, especially with some of the call-ups that we may get, maybe even tonight, yeah. would have helped that process a little more. Do you agree with that?
1: Oh, I agree 100%. You know, highlighting – by the way, shout-out to Kamala Hayes, the new NXT champion. I know we don't cover the show anymore, but I do want to give that little bit and of a shout-out. But Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell's a new yeah. women's champion, which I think everyone thought Gigi Dolan was going to win the belt. But
0: Oh, I'm, no, I'm she cool. –
1: cool to see indy pick up the win which means she's not gonna be coming to the main roster super soon which kind of bumps me out but um i want to give give credit there as well yeah i would have i would have liked more of a shine on some of the other potential call-ups yeah Yeah. um like you like you alluded to uh, Braun breaker could possibly come up tonight in eight minutes for all we know but um yeah i agree and then you know other missed opportunities like you know, Oscar, you know, winning or, yep. or obviously Cody winning. Yeah. I feel like there were some, uh, you know, someone dropped the ball somewhere in some of these decisions, but I don't think it took away from the quality. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. don't you like tell everyone
0: what we're doing next week?
1: So next week we're celebrating our two year anniversary wow. of this show, which is very hard to believe. Um, I, we don't really have anything massively planned. We're just going to, you know, kind of go over some stuff and, and, yeah, Sort of open discussion kind of thing and, and um, see hey. some, maybe, maybe some old takes where we're way wrong on, for instance, uh, you know, me saying a certain somebody is buried and then he goes on to beat the goat. Um,
0: yeah. And, that might maybe, get brought up. And maybe my best, maybe my best take ever is hyping up Chad Gable the way that I did and seeing Chad Gable now. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I have that guy for how many years now Dylan and him seeing him really evolve that might be my best take ever. And oh. we're not going to talk about my Q-team air, Shao, CM Punk one, but we um, – <laughs> We might. But, but no, we, it's going to be a really fun show. We're both really looking forward to it. Um, just about seven minutes here till, uh Raw after Mania. Everything – I don't know if you've seen any like, potential spoilers, Dylan, but I, I don't have... think there's anything super crazy so, going tonight. Real um, quick before we get off. One oh, thing – I know we're going to see him. I don't care about seeing Matt Riddle. I don't. I, I, I just, I, I don't think we need him. Yeah. So I do know,
1: I, I haven't seen any like confirmation. Like I'm not seeing this on WWE's page or anything, but there's a lot of hearsay that Triple H is kicking off the
0: show with something. I assume it's about the sale. Do and you think stuff. Do you think it's about a potential title split for Roman?
1: That's a a lot of people are saying that as well, that maybe he's going to split the titles or reintroduce something. Maybe Roman gets one belt to signify the undisputed title. Like they did in the early two thousands with the Mm -hmm. black and gold one. And then he's going to reintroduce a second title. Or Um, maybe
0: they recreate the um, Vince comes out and they recreate the Brett spot. So triple H just beats down Vince for 20 minutes. Could be. Um, And then the other (laughs) thing that I'm seeing about raw
1: (laughs) is that we're going to get potentially now granted, no no confirming here. I'm not breaking news. It's just speculation. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, I got the source. Yeah, I got the source. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa against Cody Rhodes and a
0: mystery partner. It's probably going to be... Randy. It's right? probably going to be Riddle. Randy. If it, if
1: it's not a big free agent signing who he may have ran with in Japan and, and you know, the Bullet Club at one
0: point... Oh, dude, I'd cry. I feel it, like it's, it's, feel it's like not going gonna... to be...
1: So I think not gonna
0: be Mr. Jay White. It's gotta be Randy Orton. I think right? I don't think I don't think Jay's coming to WWE anymore. I think it's down to three. I think it's down to Cardona. I think it's down to Oh, yeah. Cardona's the other one. Riddle, Cardona, or Randy. I'm leaning that they're gonna do Riddle just because I, of yeah. his, you know, them taken out by the bloodline. I think
1: it's going to be Riddle. Yeah, but if if Randy is cleared, which there's no confirmation if he is or not, there were just a lot of reports that he was flown into Los Angeles for WrestleMania. If he's cleared to go... It has to be him, but I don't think it's it going would, to be. It would have to be Randy because I feel like that story is a little more prominent than Riddle because Randy's missed almost a year, right? Yeah. So, And with his ties to Cody already, with the past, um, as I'm watching Legacy wrestle literally right now, um, I feel like that story kind of writes itself. If it's not Jay White, I feel like it's got to be Cardona. Or it's
0: not gonna be Jay. Randy.
1: It's not Jay. You're right.
0: Jay, I, and I don't think Jay comes to WWE, which is a shame because I really like to see him. Matt Cardona maybe soon. Um, and I've also been confirmed that uh, Ray Mysterio versus Austin Theory will happen Ooh. tonight. So that's That'd gonna be, be very interesting as well. But um, don't we have about four minutes? Let's enjoy Rawdomania. Yep, a lot. We had a lot to discuss. We just went about over two hours. Yeah, we just hit two hours. <laughs> appreciate everyone listening to this point. Uh, a lot of notes I had to take, so if it was all over the place, dude, I was up late, late doing this on Saturday. But um, we hope everyone enjoyed WrestleMania and the show, and we'll catch everyone next week. Yes, sir.